Welcome to another Jam Packs episode of Class Holes with myself, Lucy Murray, and my effervescent co-host, Mr. Preston. Thank you very much Hi. indeed. How are you doing? I'm very well. How are you? I am living the dream. I can't believe this is episode nine. We've been doing this for nine weeks. That feels like a very long time. <laughs> It does. It, uh, do you know what's really thrown me out? We don't clap yeah. anymore, do we? We don't clap? Oh, we don't. We clap. don't. On a Thursday, so, no. So it's thrown my timetable, because I was pretty much <laughs> living from clap to clap, if I'm being honest with you. And now I'm just living from pod to pod. So thank God for the class holes. Thank God for pod. What are we doing today? <laughs> uh, so in England you're able to start doing stuff again, aren't you? So mm. um, we thought that we would help the nation in anticipation for them taking part in some of those activities. So uh, we're going to talk about cinema etiquette because it's sadly lacking in some people. And then we're also... Now, something I've been doing throughout lockdown is pub quizzes on Zoom. but Or, Zoom, or just quizzes, as they're known then. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> No, they're not really in pubs then, are they? But anyway, soon we'll be able to take these quizzes out of the Zoom virtual reality and then put them into pubs again. So we'll talk about pub quizzes. Shall we just crack on? Yeah. Lesson one, cinema etiquette. Now you feel very passionate about this, don't you? Pre-plague days, <laughs> I used to go to the cinema probably once a week. And I, and, and I really do think that they've become petri dishes of mm. the worst form of humankind. Like it's got to the point, I think, when you go to cinemas, that people are slightly indifferent to film. Like they go there just as they would go anywhere. Like they're kind of, they go there to kind of graze, which is one thing I've noticed that happens a lot in cinemas now. Yeah, eating. Grazing. And yeah, exactly. I wouldn't I even do call it eating. like... I like going to the cinema and having snacks, though. Do you not agree it's with snacks in the cinema? So I there... fundamentally oppose snacks in the cinema. Well, okay, places. so not like just quiet snacks are not acceptable. Well, what would you say is a quiet snack? So like a, like a sweet, for example. Not like sweet, a... Sweet is a broad church, my friend. <laughs> Talk so... to me. <laughs> right, so Harry Bow, like Tang Fastics or something something what are your thoughts on them in big cinema? fan of the tang fastic generally okay i'm a yeah. I'm, I'm a big big proponent of the haribo family but specifically the tang fastics i love that offshoot of the franchise yeah do they have a space in the cinema categorically not oh Think, wow okay right a rustling of the bag they come in those oh, no, 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 no. okay oh, but no well your situation is you get there and before the trailers, because the trailers are still part of the film in my mind. Thank you very much, Lucy Murray. Glad yeah. that you've 
picked up that important point. <laughs> Before the trailers, you wait for a loud part of an advert <laughs> and you quickly open the bag. So you okay. actually do have a ceremony to that then? Yeah. Well, so, so you have thought through this as much as I have. So go oh, on, yeah, talk no, me through this then. So there's a loud part of the advert. There's a loud part of the advert. You quickly Hopefully it open. would be like a, a DFS advert. You know, when they really like, it's time for another DF. And then poof, you've got the tank yeah. plastics. Yeah, exactly. Tank plastics open. Now you've got a large opening in which to take tank plastics. Sure. And there's no, you know, you, you can just pick them out of the top. There's no like rustle, rustle, rustle. So you're doing it like a, like one of those kind of claws in exactly. those like one of those. Yeah, like in Toy Story. I'm essentially going and getting one of the aliens, taking it out, eating it. And stuffing it into your into your waiting mouth. Um, yes. What about the crinkling of the bag generally, though? You know, like if you're holding it, it's going to crinkle slightly, especially if you're putting a claw in there. Oh, no, 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 but you don't hold it. It goes in the cup Go holder. You put it in the cup holder. Yeah. All right. And well, good... I'll tell you what, you have minimalized sound issues at that point. Yeah, here's, well... here's a hypothetical for you, though. Okay. They're a sour sweet. They are a sour sweet. So what do you do about that? You know, when the, the excess saliva that your mouth is producing or when your mouth kind of sucks in on itself because it's reacting to the sour flavor. I don't have that problem. You don't, but that doesn't mean that other people don't. Okay. I just think that everyone knows themselves, don't they? <laughs> they know how they react <laughs> to a tongue plastic. So maybe they don't want a tongue plastic. Maybe they want a Haribo Star Mix. Maybe they don't want Haribo. Maybe they want um, randoms, you know, brown trees randoms. They could want them as well. I think basically my point is gummy sweets. I think are fine. As long as the sweets don't have wrappers, like individual wrapped sweets. You so the eclair, for example, is, is off the menu. The eclair is out, yeah. Unless you pre-unwrap every single eclair. And at yeah. which point you're probably wanted by the police for a series of quite violent crimes, I would imagine, if you're that kind of person. But I do also, and I'm ashamed to say this, but I do enjoy popcorn in the cinema. Um, I think popcorn sorry. is the worst thing to yeah. ever happen to cinemas, probably alongside 3D. I would put those two <laughs> things on par with one another. How many 3D glasses do you have knocking about in your house? I think I've got shares in, in <laughs> IMAX, to be honest with you, because I every time I go... You know, sometimes like there are certain films that come out where they're like, they're usually the big tentpole films. There might be like mm. a Marvel film or something along those lines. You get there, whatever time it is, and they're like, oh yeah, this is a 3D showing. And you're like, oh, okay, whatever. And they're like, oh yeah, that's an extra pound. And you just yeah. think at that point, like the amount of pairs of glasses that I've got of these. Exactly. We used to take them and now we just, we refuse to go to 3D showings. I hate 3D showings. I think every time I've walked out, I've walked out with a migraine. Yeah. It's That's like the, like... Po the post-credit sequence is me staggering out, looking like I'm going through like the beginnings of a stroke. Like, <laughs> I just kind of snagger down the aisle way, my eyes. Because the, the thing is, is you find that you're squinting more because for me, the brightness levels on the screen are impacted significantly. I don't know. The only thing that I've got with 3D films is that they always decide that at some point they need to chuck something at you. They're like, 
they have to know this is 3D. And the only way <laughs> to know this is 3D if something comes directly past their eye line. Yeah, I agree so, with that. It is the worst type of gimmick. Yeah. Um, going back to popcorn, though, I think popcorn is the worst food you could serve in the cinema, maybe alongside soup. I think I'd put soup up there. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the idea of popcorn, like I, I really dislike that when you go to the cinema, one of the first things they say is, do you want popcorn with that? And popcorn, it comes in incrementally larger sizes until, until there is like that barrel of popcorn that people yeah. can buy. Uh, it looks like one of the, like a TNT barrel from like Looney Tunes. And the <laughs> fact that you people, can swim in it. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the fact that it looks like a ball pit that someone's dragging <laughs> into the cinema to eat. And uh, the amount of times where I've sat next to someone, they've got this huge, great vat of popcorn that they're eating. And I remember I was in the cinema just before lockdown and I was seeing 1917. Yeah, okay. great film. It's a good film. It's, a, it's, a, it's quite a poignant film. And it's a film where, because of the fact it has that gimmick of being a couple, you know, There's like- There's a lot of in... quiet bits in that film as well. Exactly right. And they're yeah. atmospherically quiet, right? Yeah. So all the while I'm waiting for a German sniper to take out this poor bloke. I've got this bloke who's guzzling popcorn and he's, he's putting his hand in, in the same way that Winnie the Pooh used to get honey out, you know, like shovel yeah. honey out of a jar to paint a picture for you there. He's gobbling it, right? And I thought, how much popcorn can one man eat in an hour and a half? Now, he'd eaten most of the popcorn not content with how much popcorn was currently in his belly, began to beat the back like a Viking drum to make sure he got every kernel out of his helping. I just, at that point, you just think, I don't know why you've, it's almost like you've come out to eat. And if there's a film on in the background, then I'll I'll tune in and out of it. So, yeah, I think we have differing views on eating. I don't, there are like, there are levels and I try and, I try and only eat when, I can't hear myself eating because it's loud enough, like elsewhere. I love the fact Basically. that you're so invested in that. Do you actually take in <laughs> any of the film or are you just so self-aware? I do. You're... No, but there have been times where I've had popcorn and I've put popcorn in my mouth. And then, you know, sometimes in film where everything suddenly goes quiet, you know, it's like loud, loud, loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm eating popcorn, not a problem. Everything's suddenly quiet. I now have popcorn in my mouth, but I cannot chew it because it will be too loud for other people. So I just hold it there and I wait and you until wait I until can like eat it again. Or... And it pretty much does dissolve by the time I can eat it again. But yeah. at least I know that I'm not impacting on other people's experiences then. I think there are food things we disagree with, but mm. I think one thing we will agree with is talking or asking questions during oh, the film drives me nuts drives me yeah. nuts talking generally in in the cinema i think is is wrong if my my kind of dream is if i won like euro millions you know people say like oh i would do this this and this i would kind of go down like the quentin tarantino route of like coming into wealth and using that wealth to build your own cinema but like <laughs> it'd be like it's my cinema and it's my rules right one of them right. would be no food whatsoever Okay. drinks but maybe water like it, 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 it like that would probably be it right you know and no talking with a straw and ice no no no, no 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 nothing like that going on and I, I would sell i would sell chilled water 
all right and 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 i would have um ushers uh inside because i really do feel like i'm nostalgic for a period of time that i didn't experience was going to the cinema and actually having someone in there to police it that's what i want Mm. i I really want i want i want like the police in cinemas you want someone behind like going to everyone I want someone with a baton, Lucy Murray. I don't, <laughs> shush for me is not enough, all right? I think that now is not the time to talk about <laughs> Listen, get the police off the streets because they're, they're doing too much damage on the streets at the moment. Pop them in the cinema. Right. For me, there that would be a perfect solution <laughs> to what's going on at the moment. A lot of police have got a lot of rage, all right? Get them off the, off the streets where they're kind of causing all sorts of damage. Mm. Put them in the cinema... That's where let you them, want their rage to be, yeah. Let them take out their rage in the cinema. That would right, be a okay. perfect state for them. So um, I so, once went to a film with a person who shall not be named, but also I think does listen to this podcast. So <laughs> email us, cast podcasts or whatever it is. <laughs> so they, they, they might remember it. Um, but yeah, I once went to cinema with them and they spent roughly every 10 minutes asking me, who's that? What's happening now? And various other questions like that. What was the, can you remember what the film was? I mean, I don't want you to narrow down this person too much, but was it a complex film? I think it was one of the Twilights. Brilliant. So it was a really (laughs) complex kind of, you know, multifaceted (laughs) drama. It's like when you hear people when, after they came out of Inception and I really kind of had to cull a lot of friends after that movie came out (gasps) because the amount of people that were like, I just didn't understand it. You're like, it's a, I mean, it really is a very basic movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I tell you what, something that happened a couple of years ago to me that just blew my mind in the cinema was going to the Lego Batman movie, right? Now, right, so again, a complex movie. It was a one for the ages, Lucy Murray, a real <laughs> thinker, okay? And I, I needed that intellectual stimulation and it was either, you know, yeah. Inception 2 or a Lego, Lego Batman movie. Uh, big fan of the Bat, generally. Lucy Murray, <laughs> I think you'll remember that about me. Yeah. Uh, so I decided to go, went on opening night, right? Mm-hmm. Now, opening night for a movie that is aimed at children is probably not the best decision that I've ever made. No. But what really opened my eyes was that it wasn't the kids that were an issue. It was the parents. Right. <laughs> at one point, someone leaned in front of me to take a selfie they were in the row in front, all what? the parents openly having a chat, taking selfies, Snapchatting each other, all the way through the movie. Goodness me. I went out like a Randall from recess, went out of my notepad, went manager. Let's talk to the manager about this. So yeah. I went over to the manager and I was like, oh, they did nothing about it. They were like, oh, we're really sorry. <laughs> what, what does that do? That doesn't do anything for me saying we're really, uh, yeah, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry that I've just had two hours stolen away from me. I haven't enjoyed the bat and I'm a big fan. Oh, we went to see, we had to go um, to Bristol to take Penny for her first, you know, chemo type thing. Sorry, my dog has cancer for everyone. Go back to uh, (laughs) lesson one for that Um, really bad news. Yeah, and um, we were we had to try and find something to do in five hours in Bristol. And there was no, at that point, so we weren't locked down at that point. 
and um, it was kind of pointless coming all the way home because it takes like an hour and a half to get home so then it's like you know you come home sit down for two hours go back so we went to Cribs Causeway and went to the cinema the only so the thing dog, we could find the, the Penny was like in in a hospital so and you you then have to wait while she's going yeah sure yeah um, the only film that was on was Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, and we went to the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie in half term in the daytime. And I've never had so many funny looks. Lots of parents were looking at me and Harry like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Actively trying to hide their children from us. Because they really? Because you, you're a human. Yeah. And what, what time of, of day did you go as well? Oh, it was like 11. Oh, like peak child time then as yeah, well. peak child time on ha- in half term. Mm. So. What yeah. age do you think um, children should be like phased into the cinema? Oh, see, no, I think that kids can go to cinema from any age. Okay. Because it's like, think about, what about you know. When any the, age? When it, well, yeah, like think about one of the first times you went to the cinema, how like magical it was, you know. You how old realize, were you when you first went? Well, I don't know how old I was, but I remember being young and it being really exciting. Mm. So I don't want to take that away from any child. With me, with my police batons <laughs> yeah, just exactly. lined up on the side. Yeah. But I think that what you could have is sort of child-only showings. Mm. And, child-friendly you know. showings. Because child-friendly I remember- showings, yeah. I remember once going to, I think I was about four or five the first time I went to the cinema. Because I think the first time I ever went to the cinema was to see the Lion King movie. Um, and I, can't, I must have been about four or five. I think anyone younger than that is too young. I can remember going to see the Avengers in 2012, opening night at like yeah. seven o'clock at night. And two people walking in late with their kids who were babes in arms. They were like one and two. And just thinking, <laughs> I... Everything that's going on on screen should not be seen by children of that age. And B, they're obviously just going to scream and cry the whole time. And they did. They did. <laughs> it, the, the score was like Alan Silvestri and two crying children for the whole, the whole two hours. You do have mother and baby showing, so. Or but, like, not mother and baby, sorry, just parent and baby showing. So hmm. they can go there. They're quite interesting, actually, in that they do show adult films. I can remember yeah. there being a Fifty Shades of Grey parent yeah. and child's showing. What kind, to, to be fair, I think that should have been a sting operation. <laughs> you, you book your ticket, you go in, and you're immediately arrested. <laughs> uh, what, what did you think was going to happen? The child gets taken away from you at the door. Exactly, where they go, right, we're just going to pop that in this protective pram. Because why would you want to go and see, like, I don't know what you would even call that movie. Is it like an, er- a, an erotic drama? I mean, it's, it's not erotic. So One of the funniest films I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> I'll be, be 100% He just movie. looks so uncomfortable the whole way through. That was my main... Like, Jamie Dornan, he's not cut out for that work. <laughs> no, he, I, the, the, whole, the whole thing was... The whole thing was exceptional cinema, <laughs> whether or not for the reasons that they, they meant. So what's the takeaway from today then? In terms of cinema etiquette, the cinema is about to open, apparently, yeah. which will no doubt, you know, cause the ill health of nearly everyone who goes. Yeah. Uh, so I think the takeaway is you are allowed to, I've decided, you are allowed to eat stuff as long as 
you do any noise making during loud parts or uh, before the trailers start. Perfect. Using the Lucy Murray method. Using the Lucy, the trademark Lucy Murray method, yeah. Um, and the other takeaway is just full stop, don't talk. Until the credits. Yeah. Um, and also ensure that if there is any cinema that ever says run by Christopher Preston, don't enter it. <laughs> and bring your own water. Second lesson, quizzes. Mm. Now, I love a quiz. Uh, or, sorry, I previously loved a quiz. Yeah, I was going to say, I loved quizzes. I've now yeah. got to the point where I hate quizzes. I don't hate quizzes, but um, it's just sometimes a lot, isn't it? It's a lot to... It feels like now that... So I, at one point, I was doing three quizzes a week. Mm. and it felt like I was just taking three exams a week. <laughs> yeah, it did get to the point where my lockdown was actually recreating my 16-year-old self, like yeah. spending <laughs> nearly all my time pretty much just stuck in the house in my bedroom and then intermittently revising for <laughs> like the general knowledge exams, basically. Um, yeah, it was a very strange it was like dystopia it was almost like a black mm. mirror episode wasn't it i felt like you can you can talk to your friends but you can only you can only talk to them in the guise of the riddler <laughs> <laughs> every time you're signing in on this black screen it was like someone was just questioning me about like well who managed chelsea during 1967 to 90 and you're like i just wanted to see if you're okay <laughs> So yeah, I managed to get down from three to now I'm doing one a week and that's far more manageable. Yeah. I'm able to survive on one quiz a week. Um, I had a, a quiz holiday this week. That was nice. Does that mean you just didn't do any quizzes? Yeah. Sure. You had to vacate away from it. I, I, I was doing... A bit of a quiz holiday, yeah. At the beginning of, uh, of lockdown, because lockdown has definitely gone on for so long now that it's had its phases, hasn't it? Mm. And I felt that what predated the quiz phase was that Housemates app. Yes. And that seemed to kind of come and go. And then the Zoom quizzes began. And <laughs> it's when you realise, like, you, I mean... It's like the, the stages of plagues, you know, in the Bible. <laughs> it was like, exactly that. And the cricket. First came the Housemates app. <laughs> Then came the quizzes. And the thing is, is that what happened with this res renewed interest in quizzing, mm. what happened, Lucy Murray, was that quiz, the show came on, the Ingram yeah. drama, which we've already spoken yeah. about, that reignited it. And then The Chase, one of the most beloved of all of Britain's quizzes, rebooted itself with Beat the Chasers. Yeah. Which I'm going to say to you now was an excellent reimagining of that format. I didn't watch it actually. You missed, I, that, you missed the treat. I was I was at that point quizzing three times a week and I couldn't bear another couldn't quiz it. situation. Uh, and what kind of was slightly annoying about that whole period is that it reignited certain members of my family's interest in Millionaire. Now, what <laughs> I didn't know was that there is a channel on Sky. It was run by Sony where they basically only show episodes of millionaire so if you tune in to that channel it's like 24 hours a day millionaire 
So yeah. I wander from this podcast into the various quiz-based obstacles that are on social media. And then I finish my day in front of like 18 episodes of Millionaire <laughs> or whatever. So, yeah. Wow. It's a lot. So, it's a lot. It is a lot. But I think that one benefit of a pub quiz, which hopefully we'll be able to start going to again, is so um, I have a team really pub quiz team yeah that's do you have a good name no no no, because you get a point for the name so we've got to make the name like valid every single week and topical and what have been some of the good ones um, i I always quiz under the same name so mexit means megxit that was a that's that was a good one that one, actually. That really, week. that one. That must be yeah. a poor week, but yeah. Well. Oh no, I know. But you've got the same people doing Quizzy Rascal every week. Quizzy Rascal is poor. Uh, I've always been a fan of Lay Quizzerabla. <laughs> so I don't know if anyone wants that would, to. That would not win in in my pub. It's not my pub. A pub that I your go pub. To. <laughs> what are you, Peggy Mitchell? <laughs> my pub. Yeah, my pub. Yeah, my um, pub. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's yeah, Quizzy Rascal, Quiz Tina Aguilera, uh, Quiz getting Dynamite. quizzy with it, Quiz Dynamite, uh, Quiz in my pants, Quiz on my face, you know, etc. For sure. Uh, but... Is it Oxford v Cambridge at your pub every week? <laughs> Do they still hold that? <laughs> so, you've always got your standard ones of those. I think in whatever pub you go to, if there isn't a team called Quiz in my pants, you know, mm. you know, you've done something wrong. Basically, Do you know what annoys me about those people, though, is that they they put it forward as if they invented it. Yeah. Like they, they, they act as if no one's heard of that name before in the history of quizzing. No one's heard of that. No. And, you know, you see them sort of like, uh, yeah, they, you know, they, put they, their shoulders up going, this is funny, isn't it? They've all got slightly red faces usually short blonde hair chinos yeah uh that's what i would say that that team looks like well there's also there are there are your teams that decide that what the correct you know quiz name is is um a person that hunts facts sure yeah you know the i'm just trying not to say the team name uh fact hunt yeah yeah that. uh that one and they are that usually was, can i just say excellent pronunciation and and, and enunciation there because <laughs> you yeah. were you were swerving around missiles i can see that yeah, yeah. um and that, yeah that's usually a group of lads who think that no one's ever heard that before as well is that not the wi that do that one <laughs> i imagine these like little miss marple kind of characters <laughs> but it, so you have those joys obviously in a pub quiz um and the other thing is enjoying a lovely little burger and a glass of shandy with your quiz is that what you have always always have a burger and a shandy well really? now i can't have the shandy now i've just got to have the burger and maybe i can have a lemonade you can have a lemonade that won't hurt you that le- that, that lemonade won't hurt you at all um yeah. where do you stand on cheats in the quizzing environment lucy murray um, very firmly against cheating because i found that doing these online quizzes everyone's a cheat on them <gasps> no see i have heard uh i have my sources that some of the well, one of the quizzes that i do 
it's not the only quiz I do. Um, there are people on that quiz that take part that do cheat. I've heard. And I don't see I any point ashamed. in doing that. Yeah. It's like, at what point do you want to, like, I won because I can yeah. use Google. I, but I, well, this, I also heard that um, writing down multiple answers. Oh, and, and then crossing one yeah. out. Really? Yeah, I know. The amount of effort it takes to cheat often, you might as well read a book or, uh, uh, and revise for the amount that, that I've got one round the system by creating a new system. Well, just learn the old system. <laughs> I, I've never understood that. It's like when we talked about Ingram. The amount of yeah. effort it must have taken Ingram and his, his cohort. He allegedly, he allegedly. Not alleged, found guilty. So <laughs> we can say it, all right? We've done this. But the amount of effort it would have taken, just learn some of the stuff. It's madness, some of this stuff, honestly. That is have a lot of effort, been, though. To... Have you ever been have accused ever... of cheating? Because I don't think you would cheat. You're quite a principled person. Yeah, I wouldn't cheat. <laughs> I feel like they'd know. Like, everyone yeah. would know. <laughs> I think that you would go bright red, and there'd be like a kind of telltale smirk. And people go, did you cheat? And you would go, no, no, <laughs> like that. And people go, ah, oh, she's cheating. Get her off. Get her yeah, off. No, no I, put the shandy uh, down. You're not welcome here anymore. <laughs> I yeah, I don't. I can't. I'd like to be able to. I'd like to be a person. You'd like to be able to cheat. <laughs> I'd like to be able to cheat just a little bit. Like I why don't know, in life? I don't know. I just feel I'd like to have the ability to if I needed to. Like for example, with this, this lockdown, sure. I have to follow every rule because I can't break them. <laughs> Yeah, but that's also because you presumably don't want to murder yourself or your infant child. There is that. There is that. But it is also like, I just, there are lots of people I know who are breaking the rules. Everyone is breaking the rules. And I just can't break them. And there's people like me and you, Lucy Murray. Where's our clap? Yeah. (laughs) And where's our download? Dominic Cummings is up and down the country. Just Dominic Cummings and his healthy dog doing laps around your house whenever they want not watching sonic the hedgehog just going for a nice drive no exactly it's <laughs> he was just driving down to cardiff sticking two fingers up at me and then going back and doing the four hour drive back to london <laughs> yeah, yeah. Funny. Funny. but yeah so pub quizzes um essentially the answer is don't cheat mm. uh get yourself a lovely burger while you're there because they'll shandy, need your custom but you know your drink option is up to you you can have a full pint if you want i got accused of cheating in a pub quiz not so long ago actually it's probably (laughs) one of the last pub quizzes i did Uh and it was in new zealand okay Mm -hmm. um we were in christchurch new zealand yeah and when i was in there um it was a really strange couple of days to be honest with you uh so we were staying in a jail in Christchurch it was a okay. reconditioned it wasn't me and my mate just being hauled over for cheating go well you know what we're going to send you with a little black hat on it was a, a reconditioned jail that had now opened up as a hostel but you stayed in the former cells and things like that really strange because okay. it is still aesthetically a prison so they've kept all of the steel doors they've kept some of the cells actually in the same way that they were uh, oh, okay. What was really bizarre is so we we turned, my friend and I turned up and we realised we're staying overnight in this jail, 
and um, we went and got our picture done. There was like a mugshot picture you could do in reception. Uh, and all, I, I got my picture taken. And as I'm getting my picture taken, I heard someone go, is that Mr. Preston? And I turned around and I saw a kid that I taught the previous year. I uh, know. And he's now seeing me <laughs> basically get mugshotted 12,000 miles away from the school. And, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, weirdly, he'd taken a gap year and he'd ended up working there. So I was really kind of reeling from, you know, when you have those quite extreme coincidences. Yeah. I thought, I know what will calm my nerves. Nice pub quiz, burger <laughs> and a shandy. All right. Lovely. So I went to a, the pub next to the jail that I was staying overnight <laughs> in. And uh, there was a, a, what's your round? Like, what would you say your, you know, everyone has, uh, what do you bring um, to a team? Mine is either the, if there are maths rounds, obviously, uh, I get given the paper and, you know, work it out. Um, or actually, I'd say in general, I'm quite good at just general knowledge. Like, okay. that's my... So friends. general knowledge and mathematics are yours. Yeah. I would say general knowledge for me as well would be a big one, but then TV and film. That's where yeah. I try and I try and earn my, my keep in the team. So the TV and film, so it's, it's me, my mate, and a couple of other brits and everyone else was a kiwi in there everyone else are low and they're not it's not a touristy pub we realized afterwards you're like we're in a proper locals pub right right so all of these kiwis in there and we're doing the tv and film round and one of the questions was we're going to show you a clip of something you have to guess where this is from so it was a it was a black and white i would have said circa 1950 something uh american sitcom so I looked at it and I thought, the only black and white American sitcom I know, do you know any? I could only I think love, of one. I Love Lucy. See, I thought of I Love Lucy, but the other one I thought of was uh, The Honeymooners. And it had oh, right. a man and a woman in it. So I thought, Honeymooners. So we wrote it down. Turns out it was the correct answer. All right. Huh? Um, turns out we were the only team that got that. <laughs> but because it was so, it was such a kind of peripheral knowledge, it's kind of like... Yeah they instantly disqualified the point. They wouldn't have the point. They're like, no, you must have cheated. What? And we couldn't have that point. So it ended up being this kind of Brit-Kiwi war uh, in Christchurch because we're like, well, we didn't cheat. There was, how could you cheat? It seemed to be a very, it, it was an almost unbreakable question. I, I would have been Google. incensed. We were incensed. And you know what? I finished my shandy and left, Lucy Murray. Um, but yeah, it was fine in the end. We actually ended up winning anyway, but it was irritating. Yeah. But, you know, like if you're being told you're a cheat, Lucy Murray, for a moment, I felt like Ingram, who, <laughs> you know, I'd like to remind allegedly was found guilty allegedly, of cheating. Allegedly. 12 cheating. honest men and true. <laughs> yeah. Just men, was it? Must be a cheat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, love a quiz, love a quiz. Um, love a quiz by Burger and Shandy. Another lesson taught. Another. Comprehensively as well. <laughs> Another lesson learned. Um, so I hope that everyone feels prepared for going to pubs and if they can do in England um, and go into cinema if they well, what I, I think we've done is we've taken advantage of you know society 2.0 which is what we're going <laughs> into and I yeah. think that anyone who's listened to this podcast is now ready for the new world order which is it's, you know snack yeah. minimally drink yeah. water 
yeah. uh, and or Shandy, depending on um, your preferences and your location. Enjoy cinema and quizzes, but don't enjoy them too much. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's pretty much the take home message of today. Not too much. <laughs> have fun, but have my kind of fun and not too much, because otherwise <laughs> the police will be involved, certainly in them. Do you know what else is fun? Go on. Uh, either sending emails. With... I love sending emails. Yeah, sending emails to us specifically. I at... like sending emails to us specifically. <laughs> at classpodholes at gmail.com. Thank uh, you for reiterating the email because that's something I'm going to do. And I'd implore yeah. anyone cool to do that. So you just send us an email and say that so we should it. do a different topic. Uh, ideas, perhaps. Um, uh, or what's also fun is doing Go reviews. Because you can treat me. Yeah. yeah, I like doing. Yeah. I like doing that too. I only <laughs> like doing good reviews, though. <laughs> like I, I will often rate something like a maximum of five stars, and then I try and put my reasoning into prose. A minimum of five stars, not a maximum. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because for me, I don't want to do. I don't. If if anything is below five stars, I don't leave the review. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you want to do a minimum of five stars, basically. You want to do a minimum of five stars, uh, and and make sure that's like public information as well, because you know a five star review in your mind is, is like shouting into a Facebook void. No point. Put it on exactly. iTunes. Show how cool you um, are. And then another thing that we will do better at is our socials. I just feel like I need to improve personally. Um, well and I think that a way that I can improve personally is if I've got more of an audience. So uh, Twitter, Community. follow us. Community. Yeah. Instagram, uh, follow us. They are both Class Holes Pod. And I look forward to receiving this deluge of emails or, you know, even like Instagram messages will do. We can't I'm not wait. Fussy. Right, well, <laughs> you're not. So see you next week. Bye. Bye.